This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Jimmy Ott and Henry Hayes on this Thursday, Sports Better's Paradise as part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network. Henry, when are we going to get a damn competitive game, man? Huh? What is going on? We've had some clunkers in a row for sure. I mean, um, and, uh, and also the results of the first two of both conference finals. The team that closed it out earlier, the more rested team at home, uh, both one comfortably took a little bit longer than maybe some expected with uh, Miami, but uh, the rest did pay off for both home teams winning comfortably. Well, I think uh, in, in the Miami game, you know, look, Robert Williams coming back and his production is an outlier. You, you, you're not going to count on him for 18 and nine. And I, I think we'll, we've probably seen his best on the flip side. You have Jalen Brown wasn't great. Um, their role players struggled. And so that's what I think took a little longer. But look, when you have staffs, like next time you watch a game, Jimmy, look behind the bench and look how many guys look exactly the same or wearing the same shirt. Those are all staffers that are doing things like one guy will have the responsibility of how they guard ball switches or intricate defensive rotations that if you have a week to prepare, you're going to be more ready than the team that that just played. So I think, especially in Boston's case, look, that was as physical and emotional a series as we've seen in a long time. And you can't turn around 48 hours with travel to somebody else's house and, and, and be expected to play well. So that one wasn't surprising. Dallas, a little bit more, less simply because Luka just, again, we haven't seen a, a performance like that in a long time either. Um, clearly his role players weren't ready last night. Uh, they were three of seventeen from three in the first quarter, I believe, and they do rely on the three, but it wasn't working, and so they never made shots, and that's what we got. Uh, it was uh, it was really bad. I think it uh, it was worse than that, uh, Henry, on the three point shooting, and uh, and for you know for the game, it was uh, it was terrible. And I mean, it wasn't like they didn't have some uh, some open looks uh, as well, but uh, yeah, the Dallas Mavericks for three point uh, eleven of forty eight. 48's a big number, um, and that's where the Warriors beat them on, on the uh, on the two point, uh, you know, the two point games. Uh, 36, 36 for um, thirty six for fifty three, uh, you know, from the two point range. I mean, that is as layups and transition that's beaten them uh, and things like that. We'll we'll have to see. Um, we'll get to the individual games. Both Aaron Renning and I liked Boston in the series. We'd hated the game, the spot in game one. Then you get the late notice. Marcus Smart, we thought, probably sit out. Uh, Horford compounded that as well. 
Now we wait to see if, uh, you know, if he returns uh, with the uh, health and safety protocol and uh, away we go. But Smart uh, appears to be back for game two tonight. Uh, but how, how, I mean, that just only made it that much worse, I would believe. Oh, without a doubt. Look, I mean, in Marcus Smart, remember, he, he's not a traditional point guard, but he still handles the ball for the Celtics a healthy amount. And so without him in the lineup, you ask yourself, did the Celtics forget how to dribble? And Miami took advantage of it, to their credit. They, they knew uh, how to attack them, and they got a lot of turnovers that way. And when that team turned you over, especially in that building, they're really, really hard to beat. Uh, so he'll help. I think, you know, look, his health is always going to be a – he's not going to be 100% at any point the rest of the playoffs. I think Horford, Jimmy, you could tell after game three, his legs just weren't the same. So that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on, too. Also, does Williams bounce back? You know, less than 48 hours for him, that knee. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they get out of him. Uh, I think the Heat are relatively healthy. You know, Lowry's still probably a scratch, but um, they played They played well. Guys like Struess and uh, Vincent you know, uh, you know, clearly played well, but um, I still like the Heat. I, I still think that Jimmy Butler is – the Celtics don't have an answer for him. And he rises to the occasion – as if he's snubbed, and he is a little bit of a forgotten man down in Miami. So I, I still, I'm gonna go against you, you and, and your guy. And I, I like the Heat in this year. I think you get value, and I think they're gonna beat the Celtics. Well, uh, that, that's I'm way more concerned than just an ordinary uh, game one loss, and that is, uh, you know, with uh, Harford now. Uh, Lowry's definitely out. Uh, he's he's been ruled out uh, for tonight's game two. Uh, smart is listed as a game time decision along with Horford. I think it's going to be smart that's playing and Horford's out. But this is this is not a, a complete surprise that Boston, okay, you know, we're, we're going to gear up. But the way this thing played out, it's not like they, for instance, Atlanta played uh, the play ins. Atlanta and the Pelicans were in the same situation. Atlanta, the more veteran playoff team, uh, when they fell behind in game one, when they had that quick turnaround. Uh, and playing on that Sunday afternoon in Miami, uh, when they get, fell behind big, they shut it down. Well, right, let's let's live to fight another day uh, in Game Two, and they did, they were much more competitive in Game Two, but they lost again. Uh, Pelicans did not, and they fought back and got that thing down to six against uh, Phoenix, and maybe a little younger, uh, whatever. But Boston didn't have that luxury because they were in it for uh, so long of a time, and it was it was single digits at one point in the fourth quarter, and uh, so. It's not like they had any load management uh, uh, opportunity in game one as well. So it's I, I, I'm not shocked uh, that and I, I hedged on Miami plus a dollar fifty in the series thinking that this was a spot because I thought they would win game one. And then you wouldn't have that uh, that nice price plus price coming back to hedge. But I'm a little bit more concerned for my Eastern Conference Finals in my NBA uh, championship at 10 to one ticket or for Boston as well. So. We'll see. Uh, it is uh, Miami is a slight favorite now uh, in the series and uh, in game two. So with all that being said, I would guess uh, that uh, you do like Miami uh, going into tonight, uh, laying a three and a half. Well, you know, Jimmy, it's interesting. If Boston is to win this series, they have to win tonight. I don't think you, you I don't think you go back to Boston down 0-2 knowing you basically have to win a game seven in Miami because you're not beating that team four games in a row. I don't think that's happening. So tonight's really close to a must win for them if they want to win the series, in my mind. 
stranger things have happened, but I I don't know about the number. I think I think we could be a one possession game, so I might I might play the Heat to win. But I, I like that. Give me the points. Let, let let me um let me throw something at you with the Heat as far as okay Hawks. Come on, man! They, they, you know they, you, you can't win in the uh, in the playoffs with you. You're not even interested on the defensive side. Uh, Phillies without Embiid for game one and game two, and then he is a compromised Embiid uh, for games three through six. And now no Smart and Harford moving uh, forward. You also throw in there that hey, the Buck, uh, the Heat could not have asked for a better style of seven game series of Boston and Milwaukee. No matter who advanced, they were kind of they were kind of uh, bruised up and kind of worn down a little bit, you know. So. Uh, that takes a little luck, I guess, uh, at uh, you know to make a run sometimes as well. I think I mentioned this on your show earlier this week too. Don't discount Jimmy. Ime Odoka is a rookie head coach. He's been in the league for a long time and he's got great experience, but right. he's never been the head chair. Eric Spolstra has, and he yeah. has jewelry, and he has really the respect of almost everybody in the league in terms of possibly being the best coach in the NBA. So that's that's a big advantage to the Miami Heat. I mean. I, there's no other way to swing that. I mean, he's been in these spots. And so I think that matters. I think Udoka is more prone to because he's kind of kind of whipped these Celtics into shape, toughened them up a little bit. But you can only go to that whip so many times and it just doesn't work. So I, I think the tweaks and the in series adjustments will be really interesting to watch here. Like do, what do they get out of Jalen Brown tonight, Jimmy? That's that's really interesting. Does he throw it all over the place? Does Smart being back help him? Because they're gonna need him to be 25-28 a game to win this series. Jalen Brown, uh, Tatum was good uh, in uh, in game one. But, uh, you know, we, we sort of, because we've seen Marcus Smart play a certain way, a certain style for so many years, and we had, we're, were skeptical whether or not he could translate that into winning basketball. He's been really big for them. And he has matured a lot, and he has altered his, and he is not the true point guard from jump that we would, you know, ideally like, but okay, this is this is an imperfect league. I mean, there's a lot of rosters that don't have a true one, two, three, four, and five. Okay, there's you know, I mean, all all over the place. Um, but he is he he's pretty damn important in this matchup against the oh, Miami yeah. Heat, and especially when uh, boy Henry. I mean, when Pritchard's on the floor. Uh, okay, they run. They run the pick and roll. They bring Pritchard's man over with Jimmy Butler. And uh, okay, well, they're scared to death to let Pritchard switch to, to to Jimmy Butler. That's over if they do that. And so the defender trying to fight through it is is compromised, and it creates a, a half a step advantage for Jimmy Butler here. He's ball faking and getting them trying to catch up and getting them off their feet, getting to the line a million times. Uh, it seems Smart's important. They got to have him uh, in this matchup. Well, and you put Marcus Smart on Jimmy Butler, and you make life a whole lot harder for Butler. And then everybody moves a guy, right? So Tatum's not on him. Brown's not every now and then taking him. That's a big deal. And um, now Marcus got to stay on the floor because Butler draws fouls about as well as anybody. But back to your comments on him, Jimmy, I think he's grown up enough because the, the thought was smart was, look, from, from the day he was a rookie, we got the fact that you know, ferocious on-ball defender and throws his body on the court, great. But his shot selection and his timing of when he would take some of those threes, it's just you leave your, your head scratching, go, what are you doing? There's, there, time and place 
but he's, he's gotten better at that. I think Udoka's really helped him, and um, he's a big, big part of what they do. Here, boss, do that. All the practice. Do 100 of these. Don't get off your feet. Don't get off your feet. I mean, Butler, I mean, how much mileage does he get out of that uh, shot fake? It's unbelievable. I, um, I, I, it's kind of a, a pass spot. Uh, I got a pull for Boston to win for, uh, for my series uh, and for my title bet. Uh, it's a big deal. Um, the, the, I do like, I think it's going to be a more defensive game, however. And I'm not so sure if these, you know, and, and was it Struess and the, uh, the other guard that, that were just, they didn't miss uh, for Miami in, uh, in game one. Uh, Smart's going to add another layer of defense. Going to miss Harford. But I do like this game to go under uh, the 208 uh, tonight, Miami and Boston. You just, you, you, you're not going to lay the three and a half, though, with Miami? No, I think the Heat win, but I think I think it's a it's a one possession game. So I, I like the Heat and the Celtics with the points. Celtics with the points. All right, uh, and uh, Golden State and Dallas will be uh, tomorrow night on uh, on Friday, and so they couldn't have looked uh, much better. And the scary part was that Clay Thompson was awful in the first half. Uh, Curry was late to get uh, going. And they still blasted them uh, the way they did, and it just kind of looks like um, I don't, I, an, another team that uh, seven games. I mean, will they be more rested? Uh, what's what's your thought? Can Dallas be competitive uh, in Game Two on Friday night? Yeah, look, clearly the Warriors were, were two steps faster last night. That was obvious. And give Steve Kerr credit; uh, those guys were ready. Uh, they they just they took the punch to him right up from jump and. Um, they, you could tell they were the more rested team, the more prepared team. I think Dallas was probably still a little bit hungover from the Sun series, maybe rightfully so. Um, but, look, a lot of those looks that, that Dallas got, Jimmy, were wide open. So you're really playing with fire that they're just going to miss, and they're going to make some of those. So if, if Golden State continues to rotate and give those shooters those looks, yeah, Dallas has a chance. Now, you saw – Luca's shoulder got kind of banged up in the first half in that game. That's something to watch because it's his right shoulder, and that could be a problem. Uh, remember, he had the big calf injury, which uh, he missed two games in the playoffs earlier in the in the in the run. Um, but look, I think you know Clay Thompson's interesting. It's kind of parallel to James Harden, where it's these guys we've seen play for a decade, and they're just not the same player. They're just a step slow. Can't get separation. Still good enough to to score and make points, but boy, it's, it's interesting. Those two players, um, they're, they're getting, they're getting older and it shows, but you're right. When you have Jordan Poole to pick up that slack, boy, what a, what a luxury that the Warriors have. And, uh, and, uh, okay. Jason Kidd's been so good at, uh, in just in, in series adjustments, uh, Utah, uh, when the first game, okay, we're without our star, let's shorten the game. Well, that didn't work. So then they say, okay, let's we're the slowest paced team in the uh, NBA. Let's go really fast, and it did work. It got them game one, and then they win game two. So they won two out of three when they came back. They lost a heartbreaker in game four, and then um, and and they cruised in games fives and game six. Uh, they did it against uh, Phoenix as well. What in series adjustments can Jason Kidd make uh, after game one? Well, number one. He's got to go back to the drawing board defensively. I mean, they, they, the Warriors got way too many offensive rebounds. Um, frankly, a lot of stuff too easy. That's number one. I think number two, one more pass, Jimmy, 
because I do, I do expect the Warriors to – they will be in some 2-3 zone, and they will be begging Dallas to make those shots, and they want them to shoot them early. So a little bit more discipline and patience offensively. One more pass out of the Mavericks, and I think they probably get better shots because that's catnip. Catnip on that 2-3 zone is the first open look you have, shoot that three. And a lot of these no-pass early in the shot clock threes, those aren't good plays statistically in the NBA. And Kerr knows that. So kids got to teach these guys to be disciplined, to swing the ball. Like I said, one more pass, and they'll get better looks. But that's what I expect. Because until until Dallas can shoot them out of it, the, the Warriors will sit in that 2-3 zone. All right. And so uh, at Golden State, 6.5 and, and two fourteen. Um, I, you know, I, 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 man, I like, I, I don't, I mean, Dallas has struggled on, on the road, man. And I mean, Golden State, I, I, I don't know, man, that six and a half does not look a, a lot. I think it's going to get a lot of public action. I do have the splits on the uh, Boston Miami games, uh, game two and, uh, at Bet Rivers right now. And on the spread, the, uh, the Celtics are getting 61% of the tickets, uh, plus three and a half. But the money uh, is 68% on Miami Heat. Now, what does that mean? Is it more tickets? I mean, less tickets, but more money on the Heat. All the squirrels with the little bits, the little small bets are betting on betting on uh, the uh, Boston Celtics, and the big tickets are on the Miami Heat. Uh, over, under, also uh, over 63% of the tickets but only 52% of the money that's on Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics in game two. Uh, compliments to Troy Macker over at uh, the Bet Rivers. So, Henry, six and a half, 214. Uh, you laying or taking uh, in the uh, game two Friday in the Western Conference Finals? If I'm Dallas, I want those points. I think they'll be more competitive. Um, there's a reason they beat a 64 win one seed. Uh, that wasn't a fluke. And so I like I like Dallas and give me those points in game two. Goal updated uh, odds to win it all. Golden State is even money now. Miami is plus two sixty. Boston before game one was plus two dollars. They're now plus three forty. Uh, Dallas is nine to one. Any thoughts there? Well, the Golden State's still a public team, aren't they? Yes. Uh, flaws and all, because this is not two thousand seventeen Golden State. Um, Vegas is putting some chum in the water for Joe Q, Joe Q better. And, 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 and that's the thing why I've been fading Golden State. Is because, I mean, they're just, you know, they're, they're overvalued. They're overvalued. They're overvalued. And because so uh, they have become a public team. And, well, Clay and Steph and Draymond are back. You know, oh, they're just like they were a few years ago. And it's not even close. No, but, but, uh, no. but do they have the competition that the Warriors did have three or four years ago? That's a fair question. And they could certainly – are certainly capable of, of beating the Mavericks. Can they beat the Heat of the Celtics? That's a bigger question. And and we'll see. I think it's what may, has made this year's run, Jimmy, one of the more exciting ones, frankly, we've had in a long time. Because you really, I don't care who you talk to, nobody nobody knows who's going to win it. And so that's really good for the league. Um, I think I don't think Dallas can win the title this year. Those, those, three, te- those three teams can. Curry, uh, to be the finals MVP is plus 160. So that's much more than the even money. Now, Miami and Jimmy Butler is basically the same. Miami to win the title is plus 260. Butler to win the finals MVP is plus 275. Uh, Boston plus 340 to win the title. Tatum is plus $4. And then Luka, uh, Dallas 9-1. to He's 10-1. to So all but Curry, who else but Curry could win the finals MVP? 
That's a great question. I, I just don't think Clay, Clay Thompson's not going to put no. together enough games to. He might have a thirty-point game, and then he might have an eight-point game. Um, Draymond doesn't score enough. Poole will score, but yeah, it's hard to imagine really anybody on that roster other than Curry winning MVP. Henry likes Miami in the series. He likes Boston plus the three and a half tonight. I've got the under two hundred eight tonight. And uh, it's just uh, too tough for me. Golden State six and a half and two fourteen uh, on Friday night. Uh, any opinion finally on that game, Henry? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm there. My my gut says we're, we're in lockstep there with Golden State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Dallas got to show me a little bit more against uh, quality. The Utah wins on the road. That Utah team was a trash can, man. I'm talking about a dumpster fire coming down the stretch. For Henry Hayes, I'm Jimmy Ott. Sports Better's Paradise as part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.